It's all going to zero against Bitcoin. It's going up forever. to another episode of Simply Bitcoin Live. We're your number one source for the peaceful Bitcoin revolution, color breaking news, culture, matic warfare. We will be your guide through the separation of money and state. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the most watched Bitcoin daily live show on YouTube, Rumble, NX. Uh, guys, it's very interesting turn of events. I, I, I honestly don't know what I don't know exactly what is going on, but we'll go through the uh, three scenarios that could be happening. But this is a headline coming out of our friends over at Bitcoin Magazine. Elizabeth Warren pivots on Bitcoin, honors Nakamoto with flag over capital. Now, I did reach out to a friend of mine that works at Bitcoin Magazine. He did confirm this with one of her staffers. Uh, so this is real. This is not, you know, not fake. Now, there could be a reason as to why this happened. Uh, again, this is speculation, of course. But there was a pretty damning testimony earlier on this week where uh, it was Tom Emmer, Representative Tom Emmer, got the head of FinCEN to basically admit that the currency of choice of terrorists is fiat and not Bitcoin. Uh, so maybe, you know, and then the day after this news came. So maybe the two are related, maybe, I don't know. And then also, of course, Michael Saylor continued vindication. Uh, this gentleman got so much, you know, S thrown at him uh, during the bear market of, uh, of 2022. I never forget uh, Pacific Bitcoin 2022, and he was sitting front stage the price of Bitcoin was at sixteen thousand dollars. His average, you know, uh, his average price at the time was around twenty nine k. So this guy was down billions, right? He had so much pressure from the media. The media was not only attacking him; they were attacking El Salvador. Well, now Michael Saylor is, you know, like riding high, completely vindicated. He's up billions of dollars, and also El Salvador. El Salvador's average ent entry price is around 40,000 and they're up, you know, they're up uh, hundreds of millions on their investment as well. And the party's just getting started. The bull market hasn't even started. We're 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 feeling the first innings of it and it feels really good, right? All that PTSD starts to, you know, wash away and you're like, "Wow, I can I remember this feeling. It's, you know, it's been 2 years of 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 warfare of this this horrible bear market, but you know, you start to you, the life starts to get back in you again and i think that we're in the first innings of it and it feels really good might have to pull out satoshi the bitcoin chicken uh if anyone uh if you guys are new viewers uh, simply bitcoin you guys don't know what satoshi the bitcoin chicken is but essentially we have a rubber chicken and it clucks every time the price of bitcoin reaches an all-time high which i suspect is going to happen sooner rather than later so we have a very packed show we also we also have a very special guest today and uh and uh, he's also a good friend of mine as well. Opti's telling me, Mike, rookie move. We were we were focusing on my on our guest's mic in, in the beginning of the show. We didn't focus on our own mic, but uh, yeah, we have Hector from Ryan, and uh, he's also a fellow Miamian. So Hector, welcome to Simply Bitcoin. We we're super super happy to have you on today's show. 
I'm super excited to be here. Thanks for having me on. Uh, looking forward to uh, to tearing it up with you guys today. It's gonna be it's gonna be a great show, man. Looking forward, and of course, my legendary co-host. I caught him in a kind of smile today. Uh, the one, the only, <laughs> the Optimus Fields. How you doing, bro? Are you feeling optimistic? I mean, it's Friday. Price of Bitcoin's at 52k. Life is good. You know, it's not sunny right now, but hey. Life is way better on a Bitcoin standard, and Clown World is going full Weimar. Actually, Hector, show everyone your shirt real quick. This is where we are in the story, guys. Things are cracking. Things are happening. Like, Nico, we haven't covered it this week, but yesterday we got the official... Uh, I think official numbers that like, I, I forget what the number is, but like what 15 countries are in recession now, like officially uh, things are getting crazy out there. Of course, they're printing more money. The Bitcoin price is responding, man. Uh, people are going to get absolutely devastated. I, I think the world is waking up yeah. to the fact that uh, maybe the currencies are hyperinflating. Maybe the whole world's going Weimar as we speak. Oh man, do you think? Oh, so you think you think that the 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 delayed recession is uh, is around the corner? Is 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 that? Is I that don't think it's not. It's it's not me thinking. Literally, the <laughs> news came out. There's like it's like 15 or 16 different nations are officially in a recession, including like the UK mm. and Japan. Like this isn't me just speculating. These are like the official reports coming out of their countries. There's a lot of countries in the world that are officially in a recession. So, yes, some kind of delayed response. Maybe they were trying to uh, skirt this under the rug. But now officially due to the numbers, they are in recessions. And, hey, we'll see if uh, the U.S. is able to manipulate the numbers enough to uh, sign up everyone into not believing they're in a recession. I, I, I just don't. <laughs> I don't think that's the case, man. I think we might be we might be in a world of pain if that's the case, because uh, there hasn't been. Uh, you know, there hasn't been, I think really since the sixties, um, where there's a, what's I for, it's something called inversion, something, the interest rate inversion or something like that. Um, and every time that happens, there's a recession that happens right around the corner every single time. And this has been one of the times that that, that hasn't happened. And, you know, I asked Lawrence, this Lawrence Lepard on Simply Bitcoin IRL on Wednesday, I said, you know, where's the recession? He's like, Nico, I don't know. This is so weird because a lot of Bitcoiners, myself included, right, we were expecting, you know, uh, we were expecting this recession once the Fed started raising rates and actually the exact opposite happened. Uh, you know, it, 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 unemployment stays low, uh, consumer spending stays high. Uh, so it doesn't look like they've been able to really cool down the economy uh, the way they hoped. Right. So maybe we're starting to see, uh, you know, the first innings of this. All I know, though, is that I'm OK because I have my Bitcoin in self-custody. And uh, when I have my Bitcoin in self-custody, you know, it's it's really, really uh, liberating. And uh, some crazy stuff could be going on in the outside. But I know personally I will be okay. That's why I recommend for you guys to take your Bitcoin into self-custody. Speaking of buying Bitcoin and taking into self-custody, guys, I do want to give a shout out to our flagship sponsor, BitcoinWell.com. Buy real Bitcoin. BitcoinWell is the self-custody Bitcoin platform on a mission to enable independence. They're a publicly traded company coming out of Canada that recently expanded to all 50 states. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the first Bitcoin on-ramp in the United States to have self-custody by default. That's right. 
If you want to buy Bitcoin on Bitcoin, well, you have to take self-custody, which perfectly aligns with the Simply Bitcoin ethos, the separation of money and state. So, guys, this is where you want to stack your sats. Check out BitcoinWell.com today. You can put in your email and you can join very quickly. So go to BitcoinWell.com. All right, everybody, let's get to the numbers. We have a lot to talk about. The Bitcoin Numbers is your Bitcoin in cold storage really secure? Is your seed phrase really secure? Stamp Seed's do-it-yourself kit has everything you need to hammer your seed words into commercial-grade titanium plates instead of just writing them on paper. Don't store your generational wealth on paper. Paper is prone to water damage, fire damage. You want to put your generational wealth on one of the strongest metals on planet Earth, titanium. Your words are actually stamped into this metal plate with this hammer and these letter stamps. And once your words are in, they aren't going anywhere. No risk of the plate breaking apart and pieces falling everywhere. Titanium stamp seeds will survive nearly triple the heat produced by a house fire. They're also crush proof, waterproof, non-corrosive and time proof. All things that paper is not allowing you to huddle your Bitcoin with peace of mind for the long haul. Stamp your seed on Stamp Seed. All right, ladies and gentlemen, I made it incredibly easy for you guys. Uh, you can you could scan the QR code on your screen. It will take you directly to the Stamp Seed website where you can use promo code simply get 15% off. Store your generational wealth properly. Don't store your seed phrase on paper, store it on titanium so your grandchildren could enjoy the fruits of your labor. Anyways, at the time of recording, the Bitcoin price is 52,000 flat. Uh, interesting. Uh, sats per dollar under 2,000, 1,923. Block height, 830,745. Continues to make all-time highs day after day. Blocks to having 9,255. Having estimate April 19, 2024. Total Lightning Network capacity, 4,788 Bitcoin. Roughly 249 million US dollars. Realized monetary inflation. Oh, it went down. When Opti and I started covering that number, uh, you know, it was at like, 1.89%, right? And the halving's coming up. This is going to continue. We're going to cover this. You know, it's going to move down ever so slowly, but it's going to continue to embarrass fiat currencies. Look, I think the new official uh, rate there, you know, they say they want 2%, but really like, like they're going to go, they're going to try to get it to 3%. Um, and I think it's going to stay at 3%. And, uh, you know, Bitcoin's already lower than what their ideal inflation rate was before, you know, the the QE pandemic, you know, QE number two pandemic stuff. Right. Uh, so, yeah. And, and it's going to get cut in half and it's going to go below one percent and then it's going to be half a percent and it's just going to embarrass them. This is just a reality. The market cap of Bitcoin over a trillion currently sitting at one point zero two trillion dollars. Uh, in the grand scheme of things, Bitcoin's still a baby. Uh, to reach the market cap of gold, right? Uh, Bitcoin versus gold market cap, 7.4%. Uh, that would put the market cap of Bitcoin at roughly $13 trillion, And that would put the price of Bitcoin at roughly $600,000 per coin. And I know that would feel really, really good for Opti. We, we'd definitely get him off the streets at that point. Anyways. Um, Wait, I, sorry. I, I missed that. What'd you say? <laughs> I was talking in the chat. What, what are you trolling uh, me already? I said, yeah, bro, of course. Um, anyways, uh, 
I said that once Bitcoin reaches the market cap of gold, you, you will get you oh, off the streets. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yes. Yes. Can confirm. Um, so the I, we guys, we, we have to cover this every single day just because of the amount. You see that like number? You see that little like graph? See that little like graph that's just like a line up? That's the amount of Bitcoin that BlackRock has been consistently stacking. When we when we covered this in the beginning of the week, I think it was like 88 uh the fidelity one was at like the 60s right so they continue to stack more corn than is being uh than is than, than, than the supply right there's roughly 900 bitcoin mined every single day uh they're buying more than there's available and of course that's what makes the number go up and just to kind of give you a reference because you know i say 115,000 bitcoin and you're like i don't know what that means um but if you compare it to MicroStrategy, MicroStrategy has 190,000. It took them three years to get to that point. Wall Street has been around, you know, with the ETF, they've been around for about a month and a half and they've already got to this point. So the amount of inflows, the amount of interest coming out of boomers, frankly, right? And uh, traditional uh, financial, you know, uh, traditional investors, is enormous and that can't be you know overstated and then this leads me to my second point michael saylor's been vindicated uh here's the wall street journal the same wall street journal that released a bs which we're going to talk about a bs article basically claiming that you know hamas and terrorists were using bitcoin to uh to uh you know fund terrorism and and launder money um yeah that that wall street journal uh, they came out with an article of, you know, Michael Saylor with holding a, you know, a Bitcoin or a B or whatever. And the headline was Michael Saylor bet billions on Bitcoin and lost, uh, you know, and this is Michael Saylor's vindication. He's tagging Wall Street Journal. I've been telling you, ladies and gentlemen, we've been playing you his interviews. And there's a couple things that he's doing, right? First of all, there is the quarterly report. Uh, where it was him and next to him, it shows MicroStrategy's performance stock-wise uh, since they've adopted a Bitcoin strategy and it's outperformed everything, including Bitcoin, I might add, right? Um, and I was like, this is a flex. Like what he's doing is flexing. In fact, one of his employees tried to like pull down the screen and Michael Say was like, no, 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 leave that up, right? And this is another flex. But it's like it's an indirect flex, right? It's not like in your face. It's kind of like, you know, he's not doing anything. All he's doing is taking a screenshot of an old article that reads by the Wall Street Journal says Michael Saylor bet billions on Bitcoin and lost the longtime MicroStrategy CEO and perhaps the biggest Bitcoin bull steps down. Uh, yeah, I mean, fast forward, Michael Saylor's up billions. I think last time I checked, it was like 10. It was some absurd amount uh, that he's up on his Bitcoin investment, MicroStrategy's Bitcoin investment and his personal Bitcoin investment. So, I mean, I'm just going to say it. Suck on that Wall Street Journal because uh, they obviously got it wrong. Uh, so here, you know, Michael Saylor's been doing the rounds on uh you know legacy media fox business to be fair has been you know and, and mr payne has been an incredible they've been very 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 friendly towards bitcoiners natalie goes there goes on there all the time um so i'm, I'm not gonna really you know crap on fox business but uh you know this is just he's he's making the victory laps and uh he's dropping signal so this is one of his latest interviews uh let's check it out all right folks don't look now but 
Bitcoin is on fire. And, and this time it's with far less fanfare, right? Now, part of the reason I think maybe the boom bust cycle, the history of crypto, uh, of this cryptocurrency. But take a look at this at the top of that screen. Since 2011, the orange is Bitcoin. It has been the best performing asset 10 times. And on the bottom of the chart, it's been the worst performer three times. All in all, though, I think it's got a hell of a track record. Now, uh, folks are really piling in. The, those Bitcoin spot ETFs, they started uh, really strong. They kind of fell apart for a moment. Now they're picking up big-time momentum. This, again, after stumbling out the gate. And I suspect uh, that this bandwagon is going to really start to fill up quickly as Bitcoin breaks through some pivotal resistance. You're going to get a whole lot of folks who don't know anything about cryptocurrency but want a piece of the action. Someone who knows everything about it, MicroStrategy's executive chairman, Michael Saylor. No, Michael, I listened to a podcast that you are on recently. I know you do a lot of them, in, in which I think... Hold on. Stop for a sec. Okay. The dude is smiling. <laughs> okay. <laughs> like the first year, I'm not kidding. He, it was like, you know, it was like an intimidating, like, you know, like, and, and we put in on our thumbnails all the time. You guys know what I'm talking about, but that is a big effing smile, right? So a couple things, it could either be, he's extremely happy that Bitcoin is up or, you know, someone told him like, Michael smile more. I would like to go with answer number one. Um, I think he's just very happy. Um, this is vacation because you're reaching out to people, real folks out there. But there's something you said in this that really struck out, stuck out to me. And I want you to listen to it, but I want the audience to hear it as well. Let's play it. Robert asked me on his show, what is money? I had never questioned what is money. And then we explored it together for many, many hours. <laughs> and and uh, when I finished that exploration, my conclusion was money is economic energy. Economic energy, what does that mean? Yeah, it's, it, it is the question of our time, Charles. Uh, and it's a question that I went most of my adult life without understanding. But economic energy is capital. Economic energy is wealth. And so if you think about the wealth in the world, there's maybe $900 trillion of it right now. And it's tied up in real estate and stocks and bonds and currencies, collectibles, et cetera. The challenge is that that capital is analog capital from the 20th century, and Bitcoin represents the digital transformation of capital. And your chart you just showed with those ETFs shows that every day in the last five days, $481 million is flowing out of the analog world into the digital world. And what's going to drive Bitcoin is, in essence, the conversion of analog capital to digital capital. The killer use case is, is capital preservation and capital appreciation. And, you know, you're, you know, the name of the show is making money. That's what everybody wants to do. And money is capital. In the same podcast, you, you talked about Rockefeller and, and I guess the Baron, uh, some of the so-called robber barons in general, who in modern times get a, a bad, you know, it's a bad thing to be a robber baron, right? But we know they help to, to change the course of uh, humanity for the oh, for net net for the positive. But but the, just the implications of what can be done once you convert this conversion you're talking about, taking the going from the analog wealth, converting it into a digital wealth. How much more it can be a positive for humanity overall? You know, civilizations, they rise or fall based upon the creation and channeling of energy. And, and we think of power as energy delivered in a certain period of time with a focus. So it's all about firepower, naval power, air power, nuclear power. Rockefeller gave us liquid energy in the form of oil. Uh, Bitcoin is digital property. It's conveyed by digital power. Those Bitcoin miners are digital power providers. And it's the most powerful computer network in the world. 
So we see this as profound because there's hundreds of trillions of dollars of wealth in the analog world, and there's no doubt it's decaying. Uh, bonds are losing value because of inflation. Real estate's losing value due to just physical decay. Stocks lose value because of competition and, and product cycles and acts of God. And so the people of the world, they're looking for a new idea, and Bitcoin is this idea of put your money in cyberspace where it's not going to be affected by weather and war and supply chains and all of the things that have plagued us in the 20th century. Now, to that end, I know MicroStrategies has uh, sort of rebranded itself. I think it's, it's called now Bitcoin Development Company. What exactly does that mean, and, and have you, is, are you moving completely away from the traditional business? Now, we've got a very healthy software business, but we've now got nearly $10 billion in Bitcoin, and we've got a very large equity market cap, and we can tap the capital markets as an operating company, and we can leverage our market cap in order to issue equity, issue debt, buy back our debt. We can restructure our capital structure so that our shareholders get more Bitcoin. So just like you, know, you want to develop New York City, you're going to borrow money and you're going to build a building. You know, uh, what we're doing is we're issuing securities in order to buy Bitcoin, in order to promote the Bitcoin network, lock up the Bitcoin forever, and then build the entire ecosystem. I got to tell you, I wouldn't bet against you, Michael. Uh, and I think, I think a whole lot of folks have learned that the hard way. Congratulations. Always appreciate when you come on the show. Pearls of wisdom. Appreciate it. That is winning, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. That is winning. That is winning. Uh, Michael Saylor knows he won. This is vindication. This is something that we've all gone through as Bitcoiners. Uh, especially the first couple of cycles, you know, my, my, my mom has been holding Bitcoin as long as I've been holding Bitcoin 2016. But, you know, for the first couple of years, uh, you know, she thought I was a psychopath. Uh, now, you know, she is saying stuff like end the Fed, even though she doesn't necessarily know how to send a Bitcoin transaction, but she's fully orange pilled. Number go up, technology does its thing. So Michael Saylor had to pay the price of tuition and Naim Bukele, just like everyone else. And of course, you know, you feel the pain for a couple of, it's a little bit different because he's, you know, the head of a public company, but you feel the pain for the, you know, first couple years of that first bear market you go through. And then you come out of that. And then what happens? You look like a genius. And guess what? You're not a genius. You just bought Bitcoin and held it. Um, but it's really that simple. And uh, this is a huge vindication for Michael Saylor, but the implications of it are massive. And what are the implications? The implications are, look, guys, because Michael Saylor did this on a public company level, it's going to become very apparent, right? And of course, the ETFs have been introduced. It's going to become very apparent that a Bitcoin strategy isn't an option. It's a necessity. And if your competitor adopts, let's say Apple adopts a Bitcoin strategy and puts a percentage of their, they have so much cash, they're sitting on cash, it's like a melting ice cube, and they put a percentage of that into Bitcoin, and all of a sudden you're Microsoft, you are at a competitive, a competitive disadvantage to the other company that did that. And what a lot of people forget also is that there's already a car company that has already done this, it's a very famous car company, you guys all know it, and I'm talking about Tesla. Tesla owns about 9,000 Bitcoin and they're up on that too, right? So what's going to happen, I suspect, this cycle is you're going to see other public companies follow in the footsteps of Michael Saylor and you're going to see other nation states follow in the footsteps of Naim Bukele because it's going to be very apparent that not adopting a Bitcoin standard is actually hurting you. And all those, you know, traditional financial advisors, right, you saw it in the Canadian ETF 
where, and this is why I thought it was so historic, they, you know, in a conservative ETF, they're allocating 1% to Bitcoin. What happens when that 1% allocation outperforms the rest of the portfolio? What happens then? They're going to increase that allocation, right? It's a domino effect. And you have some of the smartest salesmen, some of the smartest, you know, financial minds. They now have a tool, and I'm referencing the ETF, in order to pitch that to some of the wealthiest people on the face of the planet, which use, you know, a lot of those, you know, wealth management banks and Goldman Sachs and Morgan Stanley and blah, 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 blah. Right. So this is, uh, you know, the Michael Saylor said it best. This is the birth of a new financial asset. And it's, you know, it's been the fastest growing in history, right? We've played you guys the videos from Pomp uh, many times, right? It went out the gates really, really fast. It's grown extremely fast. Tremendous amount of interest. That's why we show you guys the, uh, you know, and shout out to Bitcoin Treasuries. And they do a great job kind of, you know, uh, keeping track of that. Uh, but that number keeps going higher. When we first started covering that, like guys reference, it was like, I think it was like, maybe, maybe my mind's playing tricks on me, but it was like, like a 25,000 Bitcoin, right? It's like, they, they've accumulated so much Bitcoin in such little time since the beginning. And that's inflows. That is like interest, right? That's people wanting to get a piece of the pie. Um, so yeah, I mean, this is crazy. This is definitely a new, uh, type of moment in Bitcoin's history. Um, and it's not the shadow, you know, cryptocurrency type of thing that it was. It still is to me, of course, you know, I'm still, you know, Bitcoiner that takes self-custody. I still run my own node, but it's also becoming accepted in the legacy financial system as a respectable asset that you need to hold. Uh, Hector, what's your take on that? And then we'll move on to Opti. Uh, look, Michael said it best. Uh, you know, civilizations rise and fall based on their ability to channel and focus energy. The same thing goes for corporations. The same thing goes for individuals. The same thing goes for families. Right. And like you said, Nico, what do you think is going to happen when more and more of these companies, nation states and individuals realize that they are leaking their monetary energy, their economic energy, their life force little by little by sitting on these melting ice cubes of cash. Well, they're going to put that energy somewhere where it is not going to dissipate. They're going to become more efficient with their economic energy. And that is going to be more flows into, in, into Bitcoin and number keep going up. And, you know, Michael is super happy because he's starting to see those payoffs. If things keep going this way for, for, for Michael and for MicroStrategy, Eventually, he's going to be up so much that he's going to have almost as much money as Elizabeth Warren has made since she took uh, office in the Senate. So, you know, uh, he's uh, he's on a roll and he deserves all, uh, everything uh, that he's earned through his patience and his foresight. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. And guys, remember, you it, we I call it and you, there's a there's a, you know, a popular viral Dave Portnoy video going around. We're, we're covered on Monday, but everyone pays a price of tuition including Michael Saylor, including Naeem Bukele. If you guys are new to this, if you guys are class of 2020, you're, you, you're, you're about to feel the benefits of paying that tuition if you've held through, if you've continued to stack, if your conviction has grown. I remember my first bear market, you know, I had to go back to work my fiat job. It like, to be frank, it sucked ass. 2018 was just terrible 2019 was like horrific it really really it was not nice it was very uncomfortable right 
Uh, but then 2020 came around and it was like, wow, that was actually a really good idea. And then this is going to be my my second bull market. Opti this is going to be our second bull market, bro. Like, holy. And then you're now at this point, you're just so like, yeah, this was an amazing idea. Like, you know, I'm on a Bitcoin standard. My life, it, everything gets cheaper around me uh, because my unit of account is just superior to everything else. Right. So, Opti, what's your take? Uh, I mean, dude, you, you, you saw that. Uh, Sailor's becoming Optimus Fields, bro. He's taking your thunder, man. He's smiling. <laughs> like what, bro? He's he's smiling in the beginning of every show. He, you gotta catch. What's going on, Opti? You gotta catch up, dude. You, can't you, let, you, you, you catch can't it at the wrong time. You can't let uh, like Sailor steal your throne, bro. Hey, well, you know, if I was a billionaire holding a hundred, what one percent of the Bitcoin supply, I'd be smiling every single day for any reason, <laughs> obviously. But yeah, man, Sailor, Sailor really put on a masterclass for the world to watch, and it's been absolutely incredible to see him stack that much Bitcoin with his public company, but also with his private stash. You see him literally doing all the fiat games to play to stack more Bitcoin. Absolutely incredible. Just like leveraged up to the gills and stacking as much Bitcoin as ever. Literally like speculating a speculative attack on the dollar in real time in front of every single person. And then he goes out on corporate press, was doing the the tours on corporate press for I don't know what, how long has he been in? Like two, three years or whatever. I don't, maybe longer. And just absolutely Absolutely dropping the sauce on every single person for a long time. And it's kind of what I said yesterday, guys. Remember, as a Bitcoiner, we still have cycles. So there's usually about what, like three years that you're considered an idiot to everyone around you. And then one year, maybe a little more where you're considered a genius. Well, we're moving into the all Bitcoiners are genius part of the cycle. And seeing Sailor just dunk on Wall Street Journal, it, it it's absolutely amazing. You know, he's like, yeah, I'm still betting on Bitcoin. I'm still doubling down. What's going on here? Wine. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> Hold on. Wine just gave a sneak peek of the wow. Simply Bitcoin merch. Wait, look at that. Look at that. Look at that. Wait, look at the other side. Look at that. Look at wow. Look you at this. Show it? You want to show it? Oh, oh. oh. Simply Bitcoin merch is coming soon. Wow. Oh, the leak, dude. I uh, lost. I lost my train of thought. Oh yeah. Okay. Um, Sailor just loved to see what he said on that clip. Like he absolutely. What was it? Like a one minute, two minute clip. I think he, if you understand anything going on in the world, I think he perfectly laid out what is going on. And shout out to Charles Payne. It's been beautiful to see him become a Bitcoin maxi Dude, live. he's a hardcore he's Bitcoiner. Hardcore, he's hardcore. Like, but shout out, like, you you got to give her credit. Like, shout out to Natalie, okay? Because, like, I, rem I remember. Well, I, remem I think it's also like, Sailor, Natalie. Like, every like, time, a lot of people like, been on the show. Every time she gets better and she gets more savage in her approach. And, of course, you know, it's traditional legacy trained of course but like she gets more like you know it's like surgically surgical precision dropping bombs dropping signal on legacy media and uh yeah that he definitely converted and i think i think um i think mr payne went on natalie's podcast too right so yeah, he's, he's been making some he, rounds he's definitely a bitcoiner at this point he's a bitcoiner for sure you know, and so we just got love Tucker, we got you know we got charles kern was like eating gary gensler alive oh. in that interview right so Not yes fair. we're making huge strides i think this cycle is going to be I, we said that last time but i'm gonna say it anyways i think this cycle is going to be different 
I'm beyond excited. I, well, I don't know about necessarily different per se, but I think we are actually going to get a very incredible blow off top because it really feels like the culture around Bitcoin is changing. Like I remember when I got into 2017 that it, Bitcoin was framed as a very negative thing. They were everyone's like confused, like, oh, what's going on with Bitcoin? Like, how is it getting to 10K? And now it's what, seven years later? And everyone's like, oh, we like, it's obvious it's going to break all time high again. Like, it's, it's not even a consideration of like Bitcoin's going to die unless it's these paid propagandists to talk against Bitcoin. They're like, yo, is it really going to uh, six figures this time? Are we really going to a million? So like the conversation has fundamentally shifted. And and before we move off, I see we're, we're going a little long. I really loved that sailor talking of uh, money, like what is money and, and continue to ask mm -hmm. that question on mm -hmm. Fox News and saying, I, I forget how he framed it, but essentially saying that money is essentially the scoreboard for economic games. Like to me, I think that's such a, it's such a good metaphor not even metaphor but just a good way of framing what money is it's you know everyone doesn't really think about money they they're just like oh whatever you know they they maybe parrot the like the love of money is the root of all evil type stuff and it's like guys money is a technology that that we all tally how productive we are in society and what we offer to the world it's literally a scoreboard for economic games and i i you know I can't do it justice to what Sailor says, considering he's a rocket scientist and I'm left side of the bell curve. But you guys heard it. Rewind it. Play that to all your friends and family. And this is the defining conversation. People are waking up to the fact that they are holding the worst money and it is fiat. And you can have an opportunity to stack Bitcoin. And this is how you protect yourself. As we were saying, like, yo, the, I think the cracks are happening and we're, the whole world's going Weimar. Like, I, I don't want to be like. Uh, fighting the world economy right now, but I'm just reading the signs and, you know, I know they fudge the numbers, but I'm pretty sure we've been in a recession for a long time and now everyone's I finally coming out and saying it. Oh man. Oh man. Oh man. All right, ladies and gentlemen, let's get to the news. We got a lot to talk about today. Let's check it out. Here we go. The daily news. I want to give a shout out to our sponsor foundation devices. It's self-custody done right. They built a premium grade hardware wallet called Passport right here in the US. It's fully open source and verifiable. It's the most intuitive Bitcoin wallet designed with a UX reminiscent of a simple feature phone. So you will know how to navigate it and use it the moment you pick it up. Get your Bitcoin off exchanges and into your, into your own hands in just a few minutes. Experience the peace of mind that comes with taking ownership of your own keys. After a massive sellout during Bitcoin Miami 2023, the Passport is back in stock at foundationdevices.com. Bitcoin only, open source verifiable, completely air gap security model, gorgeous design craft, premium grade materials. If you're thinking about getting your Bitcoin off exchanges, this is the one for you. Check out the passport link in the show notes below to learn more. We enable, we, we choose our partners and our sponsors very, we're very, very picky with them. And uh, we want to enable, we want to give you guys the tools uh, for you guys to reclaim your financial sovereignty through Bitcoin. And uh, 
one of the things that we always say, guys, is not your keys, not your cheese, right? So you want to get yourself a passport hardware wallet. You want to get yourself a hardware wallet in general. You want to put your Bitcoin, your sweet generational wealth in cold storage. And uh, of course, we recommend our sponsor, Passport by Foundation Devices. Anyways, ladies and gentlemen, I do want to cover uh, Elizabeth Warren. Uh, kind of change of tune. I don't, you know... There's three. I'm gonna I'm gonna make my full myself full screen before I go into this. So there's there's three things that could be happening right now. Either a rogue staffer, okay, she pivoted, which I think is like the most unlikely option. Like to be perfectly frank, even though like even though you know I, I've confirmed this with with Bitcoin Mag. Uh, apparently, her staffers are aware of this. Um, it, I like I just don't see how she goes from like, you know, Bitcoin is Satan to like, let's fly a flag to celebrate Satoshi. I just I, in my mind, I don't believe it. Maybe I have such PTSD um, from being attacked. Um, and then the third is someone bought the flag, um, you know, and they pulled like a very highly sophisticated troll. And the community note apparently says that. So I don't know. I, 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 I don't I don't know which one it is. I have no idea. Um, but but regardless, um, let's get into today's story. So uh, this is the infamous Wall Street Journal. Great track record. I mean, they got that completely right with Sailor. And that was sarcasm. Um, anyways, uh, so uh, here is uh, the infamous uh, article that led to a couple of things. This led to more senators signing up to Elizabeth Warren's anti-Bitcoin bill that would attack self-custody, would be a de facto ban on Bitcoin mining in the United States. Pierre Richard's words, not mine. Um, and, uh, you know, this article also led to the FinCEN to introduce uh, using the Patriot Act to circumvent the legislative process to introduce uh, a proposed regulations that would basically be this all-encompassing surveillance on every type of Bitcoin transaction, right? And essentially, they took advantage, and, and, and I got pretty emotional in a tweet a couple days ago. I said, it's absolutely disgusting that, and I'll show you guys the thread in a little bit, that Elizabeth Warren took advantage of a tragedy, because that's what this is, a tragedy happening you know, in Israel and Palestine to uh, to move forward a political agenda, right? It's, it's absolutely disgusting. This article and its claims turned out to be misinformation, a misrepresentation of the data. And uh, you'll hear it from the congressional testimony. Don't take my word for it. So the article's headline is Hamas militants behind Israel attack raised millions in crypto you re you you hear that and you're like holy cow i think the actual number came out to like four hundred thousand, but it's more damning than that and i'll i'll show you guys the video itself but remember this article caused a lot of damage right got senators to sign up to elizabeth warren's bill uh, it got uh, FinCEN to propose this crazy regulation. Shout out to, I think it was like 30 Bitcoin companies and it was 1031 that led the initiative that uh, wrote, you know, a great response back. So shout out to that movement. So we definitely fought back as a community. 
however, you know, it, 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 they tried to attack us. They tried to use the legacy media, just like the Wall Street Journal attacked Michael Saylor. Uh, you know, they dropped the ball here as well, right? Anyways, um, so, you know, this is, when I saw this, I got, I'll be honest with you, I got very upset. Um, I, I, you know, it, 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 what happened, I have a lot of friends uh, that, you know, I have a lot of friends that are, you know, uh, that are Israeli. And, um, I, and you know, I, I, I hear the pain, right? And then, of course, for the Palestinian people as well. And you're talking about children. You're talking about families that were, you know, that were, 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 uh, you know, were unfortunately were killed on both sides, right? And it's a horrible situation. And for a politician to use that for a political agenda is absolutely disgusting. And that's exactly what Elizabeth Warren did. And she should resign for that. You don't do that. Especially if it's not true. Especially if it's not true. She knew the data wasn't true. And she did it anyway. That's not cool. That's not, it's not acceptable. This is not, I'm a first generation America, American. This is not the America that I was sold on. This is bullshit. Anyways. So this is what I tweeted. I said, Elizabeth Warren lied. She should resign. Using a tragedy for political purposes is absolutely disgusting. If you're a Bitcoiner who lives in Massachusetts, she's up for re-election this year. Now, what made me say this? It was this congressional testimony. Here is Thomas Emmer. He's a, he's a representative. And he is interviewing or, you know, I, I don't know what the correct terminology is, but the head of the FinCEN. Uh, and let's check out some of the things that he had to say. Thank you, Madam Chair, and I want to thank Chairman McHenry for holding this important hearing today, and I want to thank you. I By the way, for anyone who's wondering what's that black stuff on his head, uh, it was Ash Wednesday when this happened. All of our witnesses are our, our witnesses for uh, your testimony. On October 10th, 2023, the Wall Street Journal reported that between August 2021 and June 2023, Hamas received 41 million in digital assets and the Palestinian Islamic Jihad received 93 million in digital assets. Under Secretary Nelson, is this Treasury's assessment too? Because the world's leading blockchain analytics firms have called this a misinterpretation of the data and that the amount these, uh, that any terrorist might have received is significantly smaller. Uh, thank you for that question, uh, Congressman. And, and uh, yes, I think uh, that assessment largely tracks with our own. Um, the, the numbers noted in the Wall Street Journal piece talked about wallets, but not necessarily, the, you know, sort of disaggregated right. uh, among the wallets. Customers. It's, it's assets that people had in their wallets as opposed to what was specifically going to what the uh, I, Palestinian Islamic Jihad That's what we think is most likely. Uh, and we also assess that terrorists still prefer, frankly, to use traditional products and services. But this is something that we are obviously monitoring very closely. Hear that? Terrorists prefer to use the traditional financial system. Hear that? Also mentioning, yeah, the Wall Street Journal, the Wall Street Journal article, this one, they got it wrong. They misrepresented the data and it had real life consequences to it. Now, I have a question. Is the FinCEN going to rescind their surveillance proposal that was based 
on that article that was, you know, a lot of pressure came because of that article. What about the senators that signed up to support Elizabeth Warren's bill? Are they going to back up? They're going to back out because they should. Now, now that they're uh, the head of the FinCEN is saying this himself. Are they, are they going to do that? And now here's where like the coincidence came in. Right. And it, it was, the timing was, was very strange to me. Um, and, uh, you know, and I, and I came to like, is she trying to like save her own skin? Like what's going on here? Because if you're Elizabeth Warren, this does not look good. Like this is, this is bad. It's just bad. It does not look good. Cause you clearly lied. You clearly misrepresented data. Like, you know, and, and, and of course she knew what was going on. Right. And, and there's been a history of, you know, the government and government officials using legacy media for political means. Like the most famous one in the United States is the 9-11. Iraq had weapons of mass destruction. Uh, that was the New York Times that originally pushed that forward. Um, and then it was revealed after the fact that it was actually the intelligence agencies that were feeding them that information. But because I quote unquote, Iraq had weapons of mass destruction that led to the invasion of Iraq. It was later discovered that Iraq never had weapons of mass destruction. So this playbook, I feel like has happened before. And I think they tried to pull a fast one. The only difference is now we live in the age of social media. We live in the age of the internet. And we were able to swarm the bullshit when it was happening and they were caught with their pants down, essentially. That's my opinion. Now, check out the timing because this came out and then the next day, uh, this happened, right? So this is a, a, this is a Bitcoin magazine and I'm just really, because I, I know what a lot of people are thinking, which is, you know, like, like is this real? Uh, so these photos that were given to Bitcoin magazine were, were received by a staffer, right? From Elizabeth Warren's office. So, I mean, like think of it as you may. So just like connect the dots, that video dropped. And then this came out the next day. So is she trying to save her own skin? Did she change tune? I don't know. I don't know. I have no idea, but it, it's very weird to me. Um, so here's the article has all the information. Uh, shout out to Bitcoin Magazine. The headline is for audio listeners, Elizabeth Warren pivots on Bitcoin, honors Nakamoto with flag over capital. After years of vilifying Bitcoin as money for criminals, terrorists, and climate change deniers, Senator Elizabeth Warren honored Satoshi Nakamoto for the 15th anniversary of the network's launch with a commemorative flag flown over the United States Capitol, unveiled by uh, NYC's PubKey. In an unexpected turn of events, Elizabeth Warren, the longtime adversary of Bitcoin on Capitol Hill, has seen the orange-tinted light and quite literally raised a flag to praise the work of Bitcoin's anonymous creator, Satoshi Nakamoto, celebrating 15 years since the network launched. Here's the official thing. It says, the flag of the United States of America. This is to certify the accompanying flag was flown over the United States Capitol in honor of Satoshi Nakamoto. For the 15th anniversary of Bitcoin, the first truly inclusive financial system that is providing new economic freedoms to populations previously ignored by both public and private institutions, Americans are forever grateful. Signed, Elizabeth Warren, U.S. Senator for Massachusetts. In participation of Capital Flag Program, Senator Warren's office submitted a request to commemorate Nakamoto's accomplishment of creating the first truly inclusive financial system. With the colors of the United States being flown above the Capitol on December 18, 2023, a date known to Bitcoiners as HODL Day. 
While the sudden embrace of Bitcoin by the Massachusetts senator may seem a surprise, her career her career long rhetoric about fighting for the financially underserved has finally taken shape within the within this tangible statement. As if speaking to her campaign promises to champion the working class negatively affected by corruption with within both the government and the banking sector, the certificate produced by the architect of the Capitol in recognition of the flag notes the, quote, new economic freedoms to populations previously ignored by both private and public institutions brought forward by Nakamoto's Bitcoin. The senator's office filing for the flag itself, flying itself, was noticed by friends of Bitcoin magazine PubKey, who are holding a public event in New York City this evening, February 15th, 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, to unveil not only the story of the flag, but the flag itself, complete with a dramatized reading of the infamous December 18th, 2013 post on Bitcoin Talk that immortalized the HODL, Within we've read you guys that many times within the Bitcoin lexicon from actor, comedian and Bitcoiner TJ Miller. Prior to the event itself, an X spaces hosted by Bitcoin magazine and PubKey at 430 will further tell the story of how Satoshi's flag and Warren's endorsement came to be. Much like during the mid 1770s, freedom focused bars such as PubKey played an important role in socializing the ideas and stories that make up a revolution. Now, like, I feel you guys because I'm on that, like, 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 I just like, I, 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 you know, you went from Elizabeth Warren, like, basically, like, you know, with all this hostile ass wording and legislation and all this stuff to, you know, essentially like changing tune. Like, I mean, is that a thing? I mean, I wouldn't put it past her. She is a politician, but like, you know. Like, I, I don't know. I, I personally, I'm skeptical. I'll put, I, I, like I said, I'm skeptical. Um, I, I do also want to give a little bit of context that, uh, you know, apparently for context is a Twitter community note or X community note. Quote, anyone can purchase a flag that has flown over the Capitol. Um, U.S. Representative Jen, uh, Jim Cooper said his website, like those of other members of Congress, has a link to the flag program. Therefore, it doesn't mean that Elizabeth Warren has pivoted her views on Bitcoin. So, I mean, this is either, like I said, this is either, you know, a couple of a couple of things. Right. My vote is I think this is an epic troll. I think someone just bought the flag off the website and they just trolled the F out of Elizabeth Warren. Um, I think that uh, Bitcoin Magazine article was an epic troll. Um, I don't believe that Elizabeth Warren has changed her views on Bitcoin. Um, but this is absolutely fucking hilarious. Um, and uh, or there's a rogue staffer that did it within or she's actually pivoted and changed her views on Bitcoin. And she's actually aligning with what she has championed right which is like she's for the public and she's anti-corruption um but i tend to lean to this is an epic troll and uh someone got her like that's that's <laughs> that's what i think i, I, I the thing, my question is like how did this how did this just go through her website like how did no one catch this you know this is absolutely hilarious uh in my opinion and shout out to bitcoin magazine and shout out to uh pubkey like ch like check 40 check move in my opinion. So, uh, yeah, I, 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 unless I hear it from her mouth, um, I think big, I think Elizabeth Warren is still anti Bitcoin in my opinion.
that's that's my take uh opti what do you think then we'll put pass it on to hector yeah so elizabeth warren just got epically trolled uh just love to see it shouts out to PubKey nyc but i did see caitlin long when this news story came out i did try to look into it and be like i i just instantly thought it was like fake news i'm like what's going on here like this can't be happening we know elizabeth warren's not gonna pivot on her bitcoin stance when she doubled down on it so hard and uh from what i saw you know caitlin long was tweeting that she has confirmed well at least rather privately that there is a Bitcoiner on her staff. So, you know, a few things maybe played out. Maybe the the Bitcoiner on the staff just uh, kind of snuck one in. Second one, I think the like that community note, and I kind of looked into it as well. I think all you have to do is just pay a little bit of money to to fly the flag. And I think the point here, though, like the epic troll and and the highlighting of this aspect just goes to show that Elizabeth Warren doesn't realize or never checks what she puts her names on. So if she had to officially sign this, then she had probably no idea what it was. She just signed it and it went up. So, again, guys, we say it all the time. It is our meme world and everyone else is just living in it. So shouts out to PubKey NYC. This is an epic troll. It, it just it just really, in my opinion, highlights the incompetency of of the, the government at large. And that's that's why I think this this troll is so epic, because it is using their rules and their systems to basically ridicule and just show like how ridiculous it is. And so you just love to see it. You know, Elizabeth Warren has come out so hard against Bitcoin. Bitcoin, and then we get this where her name is officially <laughs> connected to Satoshi Nakamoto and flying the flag over over um, the capital. Nico, did you read the whole certificate? Like what it said? It, it, it's the the meme in it is so good. It's because you know she came out and saying like Bitcoin is for criminals and all this stuff. And on the note, it basically said like who the guys at PubKey. It said something on the lines of like for economic freedom and for Bitcoin standing up for what America believes in and it's just such a perfect troll considering that she came out so hard against it now her name is officially attached to uh honoring satoshi nakamoto so you just love to see it and it really goes to some of the rules that you see playing out in political life that like yo these are the rules that they live by use it against them and highlight how ridiculous it is and and basically embarrass them i'd love to yeah. see this and, 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 to and also rules for radicals right uh exactly you know, it, ridicule is a very 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 potent tool uh use it uh use it use it uh use you know your opponent's words against them use their rules against them and that those rules were followed here right we're using her own rhetoric against her because she she's a champion of the people apparently um so hey you know you're not living up to what you say you will um so yeah the epic troll master master move by pubkey master move by bitcoin mag uh, this is this is this is really good. This is how you win the culture war. The I'm not talking about the the culture culture war. I'm talking about the Bitcoin culture war. Um, so, anyways, I do want to get Hector's take, but before we do that, guys, uh, there was uh, roughly uh, between Twitter and YouTube, there's 400 people. There's about 100 people watching us on Rumble. Guys, smash the like button. Really, really helps with the algos. Takes like literally two seconds. Uh, if you guys are enjoying the content, really, really helps. Uh, pushing the orange signal forward. Uh, so just smash the like button. Just smash it, smash it, smash it, smash it. Anyways, Hector, uh, what's your take on this epic troll, huh? Or do you think uh, do you think uh, 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 Elizabeth Warren has uh, has seen the orange light? 
Uh, I think there's very little chance that she has seen the orange light. Uh, I kind of secretly hope that this is a little bit of karma, that it is sort of the staffer angle. What I really would love is if it was actually the same SEC staffer that allegedly pushed go a little early on the uh, on the announcement of the Bitcoin ETFs a day early, uh, got fired from the SEC and then got hired by Elizabeth Warren's staff. And that's the same person who pushed this troll forward. Uh, but look, shout out to PubKey, incredible troll. Uh, they're absolutely right. These are the kind of places, pubs like this. I was just in the Green Dragon Inn, ironically, in Elizabeth's uh, home state of uh, uh, Boston and Elizabeth's home state of Massachusetts a couple of months ago, where the founding fathers used to do their trolling and planning in order to to, to do the American Revolution. Uh, and now places like PubKey are helping to uh, facilitate the digital uh, uh, monetary revolution with Bitcoin. So shouts out to them. And like you said, Nico, this is the playbook, right? It is use legacy media along with political power in order to further lies, in order to deceive the public, right? To add one more example onto the ones you shared, how about World War I? How about the lies around the oversubscription of bonds that were happening in uh, in England at the time uh, where, uh, you, you know, where the, the Times published that, oh man, people are loving these war bonds. We are all behind this war. And then guess what? Only about a hundred years later did they finally come out and say, oh yeah, guys, guess what? We made it up. We used a bunch of fake names. We bought the bonds ourselves. We lied you into World War One. Same playbook, same lies, same outcome. Don't believe it, right? Focus on the goal. Stay humble, stack sats. That's the way. Yeah, that's the way. And if enough people do, and if enough people take self-custody, we win this thing. There's no, absolutely nothing they could do about it. That's why it's called the peaceful Bitcoin revolution. Anyways, guys, before we get into the culture to talk to Hector about what he's working on, I do want to give a shout out to uh, our sponsors. Our sponsors are what makes the show possible. So first up, we got Bitcoin Evangelist planting the seeds for the decentralized revolution. This is a book by our bro brian demint and it's an absolute beast of a resource for orange pilling no coiners and all coiners alike we have 10 million people to orange pill this is a book for bitcoiners who know bitcoin but have a hard time explaining it to their friends that's right if you have a mother a brother a father an aunt an uncle and they just you know like no matter what you know they're like maybe reading elizabeth warren's talking points this is the book that you gotta you gotta buy and uh, you can arm yourself uh with the tools to, uh, to orange pill the people around you. It's also a book for people, for Bitcoiners who are trying to explain Bitcoin only to altcoiners. You could scan the QR code right now, take you directly to Amazon, or you could check the link in the video description or in the podcast description, and you can get yourself a copy of Bitcoin Evangelism, Planting Seeds for the Decentralized Revolution. The Daily Culture. All right, guys, I also want to give a shout out to Max. They are the most trusted place to buy, sell, and host mining equipment. You got to check out the racks, and the way you do that is you either check the link in the video description, or you can scan the QR code on your screen right now. It will take you directly to their Telegram marketplace, where you can connect with a member of their sales team. They make purchasing their products easy and transparent. I could attest to that. I personally buy my Bitcoin miners at Kaboom Racks. They're absolutely awesome. And if you have uh, Bitcoin miners that you want to sell, you know, like you're trying to upgrade your machine, you're trying to upgrade your setup, you could sell 
sell your Bitcoin mining ASICs with Kaboom Racks, you can access their vast network of domestic and international customers when you sell your mining equipment today. What are you waiting for? Check out Kaboom Racks and start your mining utopia. All right, everybody. Uh, let's talk to Hector. What's what's on Hector. Uh, seems like you've oh, wait, been building. Don't, don't pull bro. this up yet. Don't pull this up yet. Se seems like you've been. <laughs> it seems like you've been building in. Uh, you've been building in. Uh, you know, quiet, quietly building. Uh, some things in the background, and then uh, I think uh, where was it? It was a. Uh, it was a spaces that we did together. Where you first made the oh. announcement. So uh, what is Rhino? What have you been building? What have you been working on, man? And also <laughs> representing Miami, baby, because Miami has a terrible reputation for all the shit coinery. So uh, what is Rhino, dude? Well, we're going to push the shit coiners out of here one at a time and as quickly as possible. So, uh, yeah, so Rhino is a, a, a Bitcoin only uh, a, a exchange and financial services platform uh, that uh, uh, just recently went live. We're in a soft launch right now, but uh, uh, we're going to be coming out to the world here pretty soon. And basically, this came from you know some of the problems that all of us have Bitcoin as Bitcoiners have seen uh, when we get into the space. You start buying Bitcoin and you go one place, then you want to uh, use Lightning. You got to go somewhere else. You want to buy things with Bitcoin. You go somewhere else. You want to send cross-border payments. You go somewhere else. And so it's a tough experience. And uh, that's great for us because we're all here for the revolution. Uh, but as we move into the mainstream and as the next 100 million, 500 million, billion people want to want to start uh, experiencing, uh, you know, true economic sovereignty, um, we want to give them an experience that is consistent, that is uh, familiar and that where we can walk with them alongside as they go through their Bitcoin journey. And that's what Rhino does. Uh, so uh, right now you can buy and sell Bitcoin on the platform. You can send and receive lightning payments. You can uh, send remittances to India and Vietnam with other countries coming online soon. And pretty soon we're gonna have things like buying gift cards, uh, uh, bill payments, things like that. So we're gonna keep building uh, services uh, for Bitcoiners using Bitcoin only um, to keep onboarding that next generation of Bitcoiners that's about to enter the space. Love it. Let's, uh, let's, play, let's play this clip that you, that, you, um, that you hinted to at the beginning. This is, this is the teed up question that Hector wanted us to ask him is like, why do we need another place to buy Bitcoin? So, and then he's like, all right, I got the perfect thing. Here's this video. Do you guys remember this UPS ad? Here we go. This is what Hector is envisioning. Three, two, one. We are officially open for business. Facing a virtual reality? UPS can help you plan for it, manage it, and deal with it. We deliver more e-shipments than anyone. UPS, moving at the speed of business. Oh man, love it. All right, so Hector, commercial. what's what's uh, what what's your thinking here with this? Well, you know, I, I think it's a very normal question. I would ask it myself, you know, like why do we need another place to buy Bitcoin? Uh, and I think, uh, you know, the answer maybe lies a bit in that uh, commercial. Uh, you know, if you hear, listen to folks like uh, Corey talk about, you know, the intransigent majority and or minority and onboarding, you know, 10 million Bitcoiners, that takes a lot of work. And we've got some great places to uh, to buy Bitcoin and access Bitcoin services. Now, we think we're going to be offer, uh, offering a differentiated solution that people are going to find very compelling and they'll let us know they'll vote with their wallets. Uh, but as we go to hundreds of thousands, millions, tens of millions 
of new users in this next generation, we want to make sure that we're able to educate and empower them to learn about the Bitcoin ethos so that they don't get wrecked in the shitcoin casinos like some of us have done in the past. So that they understand the importance of sovereignty and, and taking ownership of their Bitcoin by holding their keys. Uh, uh, that requires a lot of effort. And we are here to be a part of that and be a voice in that part of the space uh, and help new Bitcoiners uh, learn the right way and maybe feel a little less pain than some of us did uh, when we first got into Bitcoin. Yeah, love it. Love it. Okay. So what's uh what do you have on the roadmap for Rhino this year? Like what what's uh coming down the playbook? You said you just soft launched, so this is uh official, maybe the official hard launch. Uh is it live in all 50 states? What's going on here? So uh we're live in about 42 states uh currently, uh and uh, continuing to try to uh, uh acquire more licenses so that we can uh broaden out to as many states as possible. Uh but in terms of what's coming. Uh, the ability to spend Bitcoin on some things like uh, buying uh, uh, gift cards and other things directly within the app is on the roadmap for the next couple of months. Uh, right now, we've got uh, uh, wire transfers currently live and ACH uh, transfers are going to be coming live in the next uh, several weeks. We're going to be uh, uh, integrating to provide bill payment services. So again, you can use your your uh, your Bitcoin, uh, if you like, uh, to, uh, to pay uh, for real world things. So we want to give people the ability not just to stack, but also to use properly custody, um, leverage lightning. And those are some of the things that we plan on, on uh, bringing this year, as well as expanding our cross-border payment functionality to more and more countries around the world. Love it. Love it. I did see on your website, you guys, is the debit card live already? What's, uh, what's yeah, going on with that? Oh, okay. nope, that's all, yeah, that's, that's also, that's on the uh, late 2024, early 2025 uh, roadmap. We want to have the, uh, we have, we plan to bring that live a little earlier. And then uh, as uh, some of our partners in the space can, can attest, uh, uh, banking services and those kinds of services are a, a, a fluid, <laughs> fluid and changing environment day by day. It's part of the fun. Uh, and uh, so uh, so we're working on bringing that live here in the next number of quarters. Love it. Love it. OK, well, uh, let's uh, I, I see we got a special guest here. So I think I'm about to get yeah. kicked off into the meme review. But before we do this, hold on. Hold on. Uh, Hector. I, I've been doing this all the time, actually, because Wynicus yells at me all the time to do this. What would be the last two stats? What's the last message you want to leave with our audience? It could be about Rhino. It could be about Bitcoin at large. Whatever's top of mind, what's the last rant you want to give to the people? Well, maybe I'll just bring it back to, uh, you know, to the to the top of the show. Uh, what you started talking about, Opti, where, you know, growing and larger parts of the world are acknowledging that they are officially in recession, we know that some of the ones that are not officially in recession probably are unofficially in recession and eventually will become officially in recession. And what I would say is, look, th this is, you know, recession is the new prosperity accor according to places like the World Economic Forum, right? Is this the happiness that they promised, you know, the world that you'll own nothing and you'll, you'll, you'll be happy? I, I don't think so, right? Is, is the stealing of our economic energy day by day is this the better world that they're promising us? I don't think so. Uh, there is that better world, though. There is that opportunity uh, uh, to preserve that wealth and to not have to participate uh, in the theft of your future. Uh, so continue stacking. Continue talking to your friends. Be patient when you talk to your friends and family about Bitcoin in this bull market. Uh, be wary of the I told you so response when you start getting those messages from friends that come out of the woodwork. It's really easy to dunk on them. But remember, 
You probably didn't pick it up the first time you heard it about Bitcoin. So be patient with the people in your life that you want to bring uh, uh, into the uh, orange revolution and into the lifeboat uh, and, and help them learn uh, and help them build a better life with Bitcoin. That would be my last two. Seconds. Love it. Before Amen. you go, that was, wait, before that was you go, absolutely beautiful. That was, you that go, was very show, wholesome. That was before very wholesome. Before you go, right uh, Hector, show them your shirt one more time. Right. Weimar's coming, but you don't have to be a part of it. Yeah, save, save yourself, save yourself, save yourself. Get on the get on the life raft, and uh, I brought on uh, basically the person that runs Simply Bitcoin, <laughs> Wine to Kiss, uh, as a special guest for the memes. I came here to ruin the show. Sorry. <laughs> Why, that's a that's a very nice shirt. Uh, what is that? It's gonna drop real real soon. We only made a few of them. Uh -oh. yeah. uh, new new simply bitcoin merch coming soon all right everybody wait wait wait, wait. before we go can we acknowledge wine's fresh fresh fade and and look Oof. how buff he looks look at that Oof. shirt look at making him look yeah. buff look at that nico put up your bicep you guys want to see an, an eclipse okay here you go <laughs> all right all right as you can tell it's already the meme review time let's get into it all right the daily meme review And right, Optisil has not right, done the transition because it's called Optisil's meme review now. It's this is hold on. I am the captain now. This is my <laughs> meme review, which gives me. Opti had to work on a transition, but he didn't I, have no, it no, finished. No, no, no. Sar Sartex, our, our editor is backed up. He's he. Yeah, I, I've been trying to get it to happen. Are you Hopefully guys fighting? Yeah, we're fighting live. Hopefully we get, oh no, we will get this by next week. I, I did. I've been trying to get it. He's backed up on all of our editing right now. So uh, we Let's have a lot real. of things. This is, this is actually my segment. Yeah, this is wine segment. I should be this in the nice chair, honestly. What is this? Yeah, what is going on here? What is going on here? They treat the memers with such lack of respect. All right. Okay. You guys know the deal here. This is the meme review where you guys tag us on Twitter at simply Bitcoin TV or drop them in our Telegram group. We did do this daily, but now we try to provide as much value as possible. It's a, it's a weekly meme review. It's Opti's weekly Friday meme review. That's not what it's I, called, bro. It's whatever, Opti's whatever. meme review. Opti meme review Friday okay. or Friday's Opti, Opti's Opti whatever. Friday. Anyways, back to what I was saying before I was cut off. I am the captain now. I can do what I want on the meme review. So send me the memes. We'll get them on the show. All right. Tweets are the bullets. Memes are the artillery. We are in an information war. And as you can tell, today's actually low-key, low-key, uh, Nico, today's show is very meme heavy. There's a lot of memes in here. Hopefully you guys are following along because this is how we win the culture is by making the funnies getting the calls of actions out there, and of course, ridiculing the corporate press and the politicians and the central bankers. This is the way. Anyways, uh, Super Bowl was last week. We were all, you know, freaking out about Jack Dorsey wearing the Satoshi shirt and getting some FaceTime to the whole Super Bowl audience. But shouts out to my boy, Nick Campmine, head of Bitcoin, Bitcoin Magazine News. He's the Twitter guy. I'm pretty sure if you guys watched the Super Bowl, you all saw this this uh, moment here where Travis Kel where Taylor Swift's boyfriend, sorry, is yelling at Andy Reid from the Kansas City Chiefs, and uh, he's freaking out. And here's Nick's take: You said to wait for 30k to buy Bitcoin again. What's going on? <laughs> oh man, no! That's absolutely hilarious. time in the market beats time in the market. Just buy Bitcoin, accumulate Bitcoin. This is the way. Do not get caught up in the sidelines. And then, of course. 
we always troll what's going on today or yesterday rather elizabeth warren got absolutely trolled love to see it love to see that big corners are conquering on the memetic battlefield it is our meme world and everyone else is just living in it anyways my boy marty's owl quote tweeted this story coming out of bitcoin magazine and you know the tweet is breaking elizabeth warren signs a certificate to honor satoshi nakamoto for ceremonial flag and then marty's owl goes hi good morning pocahontas you can stop flooding the corn we filled our bags you can pump this shit now thanks babe and here's a picture of larry Fink on the phone calling Elizabeth Warren. Absolutely love it. Okay, this next one. We had McShane on the show yesterday, and I brought this up. Well, actually, I might have brought up another one. Maybe I'd said this to him off air. But anyways, I love this meme. This is just a screenshot of a tweet, and this is Joe Burnett. It's the screenshot. He goes, owning a Bitcoin ETF is like saying you have a girlfriend, but she lives in BlackRock's apartment, and BlackRock sends you a picture of her every quarter, and BlackRock <laughs> charges you a fee so he can take care of her, and then McShane goes, spot on, self cut to be your girlfriend oh my goodness okay this next one is by oz aka i am a bear hunter and it goes things i'm worried about and it's a circle completely orange and it's not having enough bitcoin no one cares about climate change the only thing that matters is the bitcoin we're going into the next leg of the bull uh, youtube that doesn't mean we have anything to say about climate change climate. we're just we're just we concerned about not having we believe, enough we believe bitcoin. in climate change youtube i i, I I believe in the, the health of planet Earth. Yes, 100%. Okay. Make it not rain ever. That would be cool. <laughs> They're already working on that. Okay. <laughs> this next one, shout out to our boy Psychedelic Alberto on Twitter, or Psychedelic Bart on Twitter. And Monday, the price, I think I think it was Monday, it hit 50K, and it felt very good. And, and we're moving into a time where it looks like we're a number go up only season. So Bart goes, normies on Monday... And it's a just it, it's it's Copernicus in the chat, just absolutely devastated. Doesn't want to go to work, just worn out, caught up in the rat race, and just like, man, I gotta go to work. Oh my god! And then versus Bitcoiners on Monday, and I even have the sound effect for you. Rocket ship. <laughs> oh, yeah, that was so good. I love that one. That was hilarious. Oh, okay. Hashtag wreck. Hashtag wreck. That that that's a very meta meme there. Very meta meme. All right, next one. Shout out to our boy Bitballin. And uh, this is what we've been covering all day, all week rather, and we probably will continue to cover to highlight what digital scarcity means and why you need to take Bitcoin into custody. Anyways, we've been covering all week just the amount of inflows going into the spot Bitcoin ETFs, and this meme just perfectly perfectly sums it up. It's really more of a tweet, but there is a visual here. So Bitballin goes, Bitcoin Network creates 900 Bitcoin a day. ETFs are buying 8,000 Bitcoin a day. Economists, you should increase supply to match demand. The Bitcoin Network, half. The halving is coming. Oh my goodness, it's incredible. There is... Bitcoins are getting scarcer and scarcer. The demand is coming and the supply stuck at 21 million. Anyways, the next one is the Bitcoin therapist. And, you know, again, over the weekend, we saw the whole Tucker Putin interview and it almost broke the Internet. Anyways, incredible memes are coming out out of that interview. And this one is uh, Bitcoin therapist going, only Bitcoin is a cheat code. And you can see the Bitcoin price. Well, it should be at 50K, you know, plus 11%. And it's the Tucker Carlson, like looking at the camera, like, I'm not fucking selling. Let, 
Oh, wait, wait. Yeah, we'll double it. We'll double it up. All right. <laughs> All right, guys. I, it looks like we're in number go up only season. So just just love to see it. It, it feels good being a Bitcoiner. Um, anyways, guys, drop your meme review score in the chat over there. We'll cover it live. Uh, maybe we start with Wynick. Yeah. Maybe we start with Wynick as well. I, I, I have a different question. <laughs> I have a different question for Wynikus. Wynikus, how would you rate uh, Opti's meme review? Um, if it had the transition that you're talking about, probably 10, but <laughs> maybe a 6.9. Soft six. Very, very, very kind of, I kind of, kind of disappointed because you had a week. Do I get to rate the meme review now? Yeah. Yeah. Nika's just trying to troll me. My score is to get rid of every segment, news, culture, intro, and swap it for memes and do memes every day. That's my score. <laughs> if, if, if you guys agree in the chat, put like a weird emoji in the chat. Oh, man. There, you heard it here. I don't know. I don't know one. Uh, you know, I know you're trying to manipulate public consensus. You are a good media talking head and you're trying to manipulate consensus here. But uh, YouTube is YouTube analytics are telling us something different. OK, listen, listen. We just got all the news basically summed up in the last five minutes through pictures and jokes. Like, what else do you want? <laughs> It's short. It's doing the job for you. It's just like, you know, a Bitcoin therapist meme here, whatever, you know, and that's the show. I, I, I'm going to give it a the Simply Bitcoin merch. This is a sneak peek. We have a few things coming out, but we're teaming up with artists. And the first artist we're teaming up with is Asanoa. Asanoa. He designed these shirts. So it's probably coming out next week. But yeah, we made a, a few. You just a few limited edition Asanoa Simply Bitcoin collab merch. Opti has to pay for them just like you guys. Yeah, so <laughs> Opti Opti is once again living under a bridge, and uh, you know yeah, if, I, don't, I don't even get my own free merch. This is not cool. And uh, you can uh, it's not it's not on the website right now, but it, we'll we'll let you know when it happens. Wait, 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 Ryan, uh How much do we have left of the old merch? Like maybe five. Wow. Let's go. Shout out to all of you guys out there. All right, cool. Scan the QR code. All right, so that's my score. Hector, what's your score, Hector? I give those memes. I love them, actually. I give those memes these physical Bitcoins, right? These are not casacious coins, by the way, for you OGs. I wish they were. These are chocolate-covered Bitcoins, but they are still fantastic. Great for when you're orange filling here during the bull market, you know, to walk in with something physical if you're talking to uh you know your your boomer uh your boomer friends okay okay i like that i like all right opti uh all right, all right. i actually got to be saved the worst for last go ahead, you're right go. this is the best meme review score ever because if you are like me if you are of my peoples then you will also love this i got a uh tamarindo candy right here <laughs> let's go these are the best i absolutely love them uh if you know you know if you don't then you have no good taste all right all right, guys, uh, if you guys, this is your first time watching Simply Bitcoin, uh, drop your meme score in the live chat and rumble on Twitter, on YouTube, and uh, we'll read it on air. Opti, cue the epic music, please. 
All right. Uh, first score. No, no, no. You missed one. You missed one. I'm, I'm going to go back up. I just wanted to get it quick. Okay. Uh, the POC buying and unhosting walleting. Bitcoin equals selling fiat for more freedom. Buying ETF equals shorting fiat for more fiat. Hashtag they're not the same. The POC, very wise words. Uh, Rich BC meme score. Opti's wedding tuxedo. <laughs> okay. Okay. Uh, the Jose Cuervo score Taylor Swift saying Bitcoin is good and we get the Swift army flowing Let's in. Go. That would be crazy. That would be nuts. Bro, that's a lot of merch we could sell. Yeah, exactly. Show, right? Um when is Taylor Swift coming on the show? Yeah, that's soon. Soon, soon, soon. Um Jamesito, uh Dominican candy. Okay. It's a good score. It's a good never score. Had it, but I'm okay with uh, it. V -sto v uh Nico's incredible vocal range. Thank you. <laughs> uh I think I think that's it for, for YouTube. Hold on, hold on. We're not done. We're not done. I'm over here on I Rumble. Press that, though. Let me press that. Right yeah, I'm on Rumble. <laughs> Not a wall tacos. I give those memes my kanji dictionary in which those two characters on wine shirts do not appear. For the record. Rest. Okay. Out of compliance says meme score. A very happy Lenten season to everybody. Okay. I'm not sure, but thank you. More red. Meme score. Dear John from Argentina for wine. Okay. Okay. Thank you. And that's Rumble, yeah. right? Yeah, that was Rumble. That, that was, was Rumble. Rumble. All right. Um, and of course, it's not because we run out of meme scores. It's because the buzzer. It's the buzzer. All right. Whoever, whoever was in Argentina, DM me on Telegram. We'll have a mate soon. Mate, mate, mate. Yeah, we, we fund uh, Wine and Kisses Lifestyle. We're very happy. We, to we fund Wine's influencers. That's why I have to go to third world countries. <laughs> <laughs> When wine is in Dubai, we, you'll know we made it. All right. Um, all right, guys. If you guys enjoyed the show, you know what to do. Smash that like button. Consider subscribing if you feel like we provided you value. I'm Nico. This is Isaac. I mean, wine and <laughs> Wow. Dogs. Wow. Yeah, man. You're the worst. You're literally oh. the worst. Oh, look at him. He's getting red. Uh, um, oh and uh, that's my co-host Opti and uh, oh, that's man. Hector from Rhino Rhino uh, Hector thank you so much for joining Welcome. us on the show today wait <laughs> wait can I do a PSA guys oh, hey man. if you don't want Nico to dox you or say private information <laughs> never tell him I literally do it all the time I like I wait I'm like I'm not telling you anything because I know he's the real Ron Burgundy of the show oh man oh man alright well if you guys enjoyed the show you know what to do smash the like button consider subscribing we will see you next week for a brand new episode of simply bitcoin live we appreciate y'all love you see you guys on the next one peace out episode was brought to you by bitcoinwell.com a bitcoin only platform on a mission to enable financial independence <laughs>